galore this morning. Gold for fan favourite swimmer Lewis Clearbert in the 200 metre butterfly in an absolutely nail-biting final. And 17-year-old Josh Wilmer won gold by a fingertip in the 100 metre S8 breaststroke. To be honest, he never looked like losing after walking out to the starting blocks beaming with confidence. And gold for Corbin Strong in the men's scratch race cycling. And back in swimming, Tupu Neufi claims silver in women's 100 metre backstroke S8 final. Good morning Aotearoa, it's August 1st, I'm Zoe George and this is The Podium, wrapping up all the overnight action from the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. Two of New Zealand's biggest gold medal hopes at the Games will now both come home with bronze at best after agonising defeats for both Rugby Sevens teams. The emotion was pretty clear after both matches. Here's what Sarah Hidney, Sam Dixon and Tyler Nathan Wong told our reporter Rob Van Royen. Absolutely gutted, to be honest. Um, I know how hard these girls will take that. Um, just the amount of work we've put in to get to that point. Obviously gutted as... Um, Started the game really well, got up 14-0 and then, uh, yeah, just one crucial mistake, letting them right back in and that's exactly what you don't want against Fiji. It's going to hurt for a long time. It's not going to sugarcoat it, bloody sucks at the end of the day. But it seems both teams aren't wallowing in their emotions, with the fire already burning ahead of the bronze match. For me now as a leader, it's about getting them back up because we've got to move on pretty quickly and try and win a bronze medal for New Zealand tomorrow, which um, we'll be doing everything that we can to do that. Obviously, it's another chance to represent the jersey and our nation, so we'll be giving it at all to get that bronze. Watch out whoever we play tomorrow, we're coming for you. Tyler, Nathan Wong, typically frank at the end there. Let's go to Rob Van Royen. Rob, tell us more. Yeah, well... Um... It's essentially this is two of our brightest medal hopes, um, both bowing out in the semi-final stages at a time where you know New Zealand rugby fans aren't getting much joy out of the All Blacks either. So there was a bit of hope heading into the Commonwealth Games that uh, you know they you know they'd come back with that gold um, at worst. You know that was a gold medal chance for both. Then the, the reality is they both had chances to win, um, and they both failed uh, when they were given chances at the death. So. It's you know Mark Robinson was in the stands as well, which might uh, amuse a few people. New Zealand rugby chief executive. Mm, oh well, hopefully you know bronze is there for us. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean potentially. I mean I, th- I think the the Black Fern Sevens. I can't you know I can't see them not beating Canada um, the, with the All Black Sevens. You know they're losing Scott Curry. I mean that was just the up you know they're up fourteen nil at half after the halftime hooter they have a chance potentially to kick it out and go in at fourteen nil up they decide to attack they throw an intercept and Scott Curry does his hamstring chasing um, so look that was just a massive turning point so they've lost him and I and I guess now you know you, people should say look at least this wasn't the World Cup they've got that to look forward to in South <laughs> Africa in in September so look. Um, Scott Curry's hamstring is a bit of an issue. They're going to have to have a good look at that. It sounds like he won't be playing in the bronze medal match and um, they'll just have to cross their fingers that he's available for that World Cup. Hold tight, we'll come back to you shortly. But Ian Anderson, you've been keeping an eye on the triathlon. The Kiwis finished fourth in the mixed relay. Was it a gutsy performance? Yeah, it was. England set the pace right from the outset and always looked on for gold the minute Alex Yee uh, established the 22nd lead over Hayden Wilde in the first leg. But the Kiwis hung around. Nicole Van Der Kay and Taylor Reid kept them very close. There was a three-way battle for 
the minor medals and fourth spot was there to grab as well and then unfortunately that ended up in uh, New Zealand's hands with uh, Andre Hansen running the last leg just finding it a little bit too tough to keep up with the pace with the uh, Welsh and Australian woman. And you've been down at the pool as well. Why was Lewis Clearbert's gold medal in the individual medley yesterday so historic? Well, we have so few uh, Commonwealth Games non-para swimming medals this century. That was just the third after Lauren Boyle in Glasgow and, uh, and Moss Burmester way back in 2006. So he's the first New Zealand male to win a gold swimming medal at the Games in 16 years. And it was a hugely impressive performance beating Brendan Smith, the Aussie, and, and Duncan Scott, the Scott, uh, in a very, very comprehensive uh, final display in which his breaststroke, normally his weakest stroke, was almost his strength. And you'll be down there again today. Um, Rob, let's bring you back in. We understand there's some controversy with the raging bull that took centre stage at the opening ceremony. What's been going on? Yeah, there is, which is it's an interesting story, actually. Um, and that bull was sort of... it was. One of the uh, main factors in, in that opening ceremony the other night, and it turns out there were 21 names on the uh, on the ball on a headpiece. Uh, no one really knew anything of it at the time. It turns out they were uh, the victims' names uh, of a, from the 1974 terrorist attack at two pubs here in Birmingham. Uh, Organisers didn't consult the family members of the victims who found out uh, in hindsight and they're absolutely uh, furious about that. You know, they're seeing it as a wasted opportunity to raise awareness around their ongoing fight for justice. So, um, you know, we went to the medal ceremony and we received an almost 3,500 word document which was supposed to uh, have every detail we needed to know exactly what was going on. And I can tell you, I've looked at it a few times and there's not a single mention about why the names, anything about them, um, despite there being a, a section in that document dedicated to the raging bull. Oh, uh, and it was put on display, but it's been removed, hasn't it? Yeah, well, the raging bull was on display in the central city now, but the yeah, the headpiece isn't on the bull. So um, yeah, and then the Birmingham Commonwealth Games uh, organisers have they released a, a brief statement, basically just saying you know. Uh, the, why they did it, but they, they didn't explain why they didn't um, discuss it or even consult uh, the family members. Mm, goodness. Um, and, and finally, I also understand you had a rather interesting Uber ride today. Yeah, yeah, I did actually. I mean, I jumped on, I, I bought the um, the Sunday Times today and, you know, it was a souvenir edition for the, the Euro um, final today, England, Germany. And, uh, yeah, the Uber driver straight didn't waste his time <laughs> essentially telling me that he had no time for women's football, which is interesting given there's 90,000 fans packed into Wembley in London watching that Euro final. So, uh, look, um, having watched the England, uh, having watched England beat Sweden in that semi earlier this week, a great game, I certainly wasn't in agreement with him. Um, bearing in mind I didn't, I was very tired and was wanting to protect my uh, perfect Uber rating, so I wasn't going to get into it with him, to be fair. <laughs> fair enough. Here's what else made headlines overnight. In squash, Joelle King and Paul Cole progressed to the singles quarterfinals. In bowls, the Black Jacks women progressed to the semis of the fours following a win against Botswana this morning. Fun fact, three out of four Black Jacks teammates are aged under 30. The Blacksticks men beat Pakistan 4-1. In the velodrome, the Kiwi women missed out on medals in the 25k points race and Rebecca Petch finished, finished a close fourth in the 500 metre time trial.
And Hamilton-based Nui weightlifter Gio Toimata has had a rough time after an administration error related to WADA meant he was ejected from the Games. But hope is not lost. An appeal has been lodged and he still might be able to compete on Thursday New Zealand time. We'll keep you posted. Hey, producer Jono. Hello, Zoe. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, So on social media, there's been reports of robbery, daylight robbery at the Games, with undercooked sausages and chips costing nearly $20. Would you expect a darn good banger for that price? I would expect a hell of a banger. And if there's one thing in life I know a little bit about, it's the wee sausage. So I had a little bit of a look around on this and definitely... The portion was underwhelming, shall we say. It's one very slender sausage and what looks like a small scoop of chips for the equivalent of New Zealand $20. People are outraged on social media. Some were saying um, those chips don't even look like they're cooked. And I have to agree that those chips were blonder than Pamela Anderson in season one of Baywatch. So uh, I would be sending them back for another round in the fryer if I was the people who bought them. And in the interest of good journalism, I have done a little bit of a scout around New Zealand stadiums to see what you could possibly get for the same amount of money if you were going for um, to see a sports event. And at Eden Park, you could get the uh, Eden Burger and Chips um, for and a little serving of Whitaker's Chocolate for the same price. Or if that didn't take your fancy... Some fish and chips, a hot dog, and a wee fruju for a sweet treat at the end could be uh, yours for the same price as one skinny sausage and a very small scoop of chips in Birmingham. Oh, goodness. Well, yeah, their chips have been uh, described as ghost chips, which I find mildly entertaining. Yeah, I I think (laughs) making that reference is showing our age, Zoe, but I wouldn't (laughs) grab those ghost chips. Oh, no, me neither. Thanks so much, Jono. And that's the podium from day three of the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. On behalf of Rob Van Royen and Ian Anderson in Birmingham, producer Jono Williams and audio editor Sam Scannell, I'm Zoe George. Join us tomorrow for action from bowls, weightlifting, judo, swimming, boxing, squash, gymnastics, cycling, basketball and netball. Remember, you can find all the latest games action online at stuff.co.nz. And if you like this podcast, check out more fabulous stuff podcasts at stuff.co.nz forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Namihi, go well. Kia ora, I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby league for the Storm. Tigers, Broncos, and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. Blairy and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and, of course, everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay, League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that. You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your podcast. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your, your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've got to take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs>